Second Chronicles chapter 28, verse 1. Ahaz was 20 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem, and he did not that which was right in the eyes of the Lord, like David his father. 2. But he walked in the ways of the kings of Israel, and made also molten images for the Balaam. He used wealth to create idols for Baal, which means he sacrificed his children to Baal, and other Israelites did as well. He mimicked the paganism of the Israelite kings. 3. Moreover, he offered in the valley of the son of Hinnom, and burnt his children in the fire. The valley of Hinnom was synonymous with the concept of hell back then. It still is today in Israel, because that was where they made their children walk through the fire alive until they died. And they did this for Baal, so that they would have fertility, which is really heinous. And because the children had to walk in fire, it became synonymous with hell, because even in ancient times, people knew that hell is made of fire. And burnt his children in the fire according to the abominations of the heathen, whom the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. God had already caused the Israelites to kick the pagans out of Canaan because they were doing these very things. They were sacrificing their own children, forcing people into prostitution for religious purposes. They were practicing satanic ritual abuse and satanic ritual murder of people. And this is why God drove them out of Canaan and gave Canaan to the Israelites. But now the Israelites are doing the very thing that the pagans before them were doing. 4. And he sacrificed and offered in the high places and on the hills and under every leafy tree. The pagans loved to have altars under oak trees or any tree that's green because trees symbolized fertility so they worshiped the trees and said that there's a spirit in the tree all that kind of stuff so whenever you hear people talking about spirits and trees that's total paganism don't go along with that and they would build mounds and probably plant these trees on mounds too and do these sacrifices 5. Wherefore the Lord his God delivered him into the hand of the king of Aram, and they smote him, and carried away of his a great multitude of captives, and brought them to Damascus. And he was also delivered into the hand of the king of Israel, who smote him with a great slaughter. Ahaz, because of his sin and his paganism, God allowed the Arameans to attack Judah and take captives to Damascus, and he also allowed the pagan king of Israel to attack Judah and kill a lot of the people in Judah. 6. For Pekah the son of Remaliah slew in Judah 120,000 in one day, all of them valiant men, because they had forsaken the Lord, the God of their fathers. Pekah was one of the last kings of Israel before all of the kings of Israel died out, and he attacked Ahaz in Judah and killed 20,000 of Ahaz's warriors. 7. And Zikri, a mighty man of Ephraim, slew Messiah, the king's son, and Azrikim, the ruler of the house, and Elkanah that was next to the king. Zikri was also from the ten tribes, and he was a warrior who also attacked Judah and killed these three high officers in Judah.
8. And the children of Israel carried away captive of their brethren 200,000 women, sons and daughters, and took also away much spoil from them, and brought the spoil to Samaria. Samaria is the pagan capital of Israel, and they carried 200,000 women and children to Samaria to be slaves once they got there. 9. But a prophet of the Lord was there, whose name was Obed, and he went out to meet the host that came to Samaria, and said unto them, Behold, because the Lord the God of your fathers was wroth with Judah, he hath delivered them into your hand, and ye have slain them in a rage which hath reached up unto heaven. 10. And now ye purpose to bring the children of Judah and Jerusalem into subjection for bondmen and bondwomen unto you? But are there not even with you acts of guilt of your own against the Lord your God? The prophet Obed of Israel went to the king of Israel and said, The only reason that God let you kill the people of Judah was because he was punishing them for their sins, and you're no greater than they are because you also practice the same paganism. So who are you to take some of them as, as slaves? You can't make your brothers slaves. That's against God's law. He only allowed you to kill the warriors because of their sin, but he will not allow you to take the women and children as slaves. 11. Now hear me therefore. And send back the captives that ye have taken captive of your brethren, for the fierce wrath of the Lord is upon you. Obed is warning the king of Israel, Pekiah, saying, If you don't return these people back to their homeland, God is going to come after you. 12. Then certain of the heads of the children of Ephraim, Azariah the son of Jehohanan, Berechiah the son of Meshillamoth, and Jehizkiah the son of Shalom, and Amasa the son of Hadlai, stood up against them that came from the war. Once they heard what Obed the prophet said, four mighty men from the same tribe that had kidnapped the Judah people, they stood up against their own tribe to try to get them to stop kidnapping. 13. And said unto them, Ye shall not bring in the captives hither, for ye purpose that which will bring upon us guilt against the Lord, to add unto our sins and to our guilt. For our guilt is great, and there is fierce wrath against Israel. These honest men are saying, The Lord is already angry with us for our paganism, so they must not be practicing paganism themselves. But they say, The Lord is already angry with us for our paganism. Don't take these people or the Lord will punish us even more. They're agreeing with the prophet Obed. 14. So the armed men led the captives and the spoil before the princes and all the congregation. 15. And the men that have been mentioned by name rose up and took the captives, and with the spoil clothed all that were naked among them, and arrayed them and shod them, meaning put shoes on them, and gave them to eat and to drink, and anointed them, and carried all the feeble of them upon asses, and brought them to Jericho, the city of palm trees, unto their brethren. Then they returned to Samaria. This is so beautiful. These righteous men in the midst of an evil generation of people who were practicing paganism, they stood up and did the right thing, and they caused their people to return all of these captives back to their homeland. And they took them to the city of Jericho, which is the city of Palms. This is the same city 
that the Israelites marched around and the walls fell down when the pagans were living there, but now it's a Judah-occupied city. And they took them there, and not only did they put clothes on them from the spoil that was taken by the Ephraimites, but they also put shoes on them, they fed them, and they anointed them with oil for their skin so that their skin wouldn't be dry. They anointed them, and they even put those who were lame on donkeys and didn't make them walk, and delivered them in safety and peace to their homeland. 16. At that time did King Ahaz send unto the kings of Assyria to help him. This is so stupid and wicked. He should be asking the Lord for help, not the pagans. 17. For again the Edomites had come and smitten Judah and carried away captives. He actually was asking the Assyrian king to help him against the Edomite cousins of the Israelites who were also pagans. So he was asking one pagan king to fight with him against some other pagans. He should know that God's going to punish him for asking help from the pagans instead of asking help from God. 18. The Philistines also had invaded the cities of the lowland and of the south of Judah, and had taken Beth Shemesh and Ijalon and Gedaroth and Soko with the towns thereof, and Timnah with the towns thereof, Gizmo also and the towns thereof, and they dwelt there. The Philistines actually took over a whole bunch of towns, plus all the villages that surrounded them from Judah, because God was punishing the land of Judah, and the Philistines occupied those towns. 19. For the Lord brought Judah low because of Ahaz king of Israel, for he had cast away restraint in Judah, and acted treacherously against the Lord. Casting away restraint means that he did not prevent the people from sinning. He gave them full reign to sin as much as they wanted. 20. And Tilagath Pilazer king of Assyria came unto him, and distressed him, but strengthened him not. The king of Assyria was also sent to punish Ahaz, and he caused him distress by probably attacking him in different locations in Judah. 21. For Ahaz stripped the house of God, and the house of the king and the princes, and gave thereof unto the king of Assyria, but it helped him not. Ahaz defaced and damaged the temple and the palace, just as Athaliah had done, and he gave that gold to the Assyrian king, but the Assyrian king still didn't have pity on him. So never ask the devil for a favor. He won't have any pity on you. When you make a deal with the devil, you're the only one that pays your end of the bargain. 22. And in the time of his distress did he act even more treacherously against the Lord, this same king Ahaz. Time after time, he keeps asking pagans for help. He's completely turned his back on God. He thinks God is absolutely worthless in his life. He won't listen to God. He won't obey him. He won't ask God questions. He won't ask God for help. He has complete zero faith. 23. For he sacrificed unto the gods of Damascus, which smote him. The very pagans who attacked him, he started sacrificing to their gods, because the gods of the kings of Aram helped him. Therefore will I sacrifice to them, that they may help me. That was his reasoning. He thought, since the kings of Aram had helped me at one point, I have to sacrifice to their gods, and therefore I'm also going to sacrifice to the gods of Assyria. This doesn't make any sense, because it's only the real god who could ever help him.
but they were the ruin of him and of all Israel. It says all of Israel, and he is the king of Judah, so it sounds like a contradiction, but after all, the men of Judah are Israelites. 24. And Ahaz gathered together the vessels of the house of God, and cut in pieces the vessels of the house of God, and shut up the doors of the house of God, and he made him altars in every corner of Jerusalem. So he closed the temple. He destroyed the vessels of the temple, used it to pay pagan kings, tribute basically, for them not to hurt him and to help him. And then he boarded up the temple so that nobody could go in there and do legal sacrifices. And he made pagan altars all over Jerusalem, God's beautiful city. 25. And in every city of Judah he made high places to offer unto other gods, and provoked the Lord, the God of his fathers. So in all of the major cities he built a pagan altar. This is just about as evil as Ahab was. It's pretty close. 26. Now the rest of his acts and all his ways, first and last, behold, they are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. We had already read about them. 27. And Ahaz slept with his fathers. He died, and they buried him in the city, even in Jerusalem, for they brought him not into the sepulchres of the kings of Israel. And Hezekiah his son reigned in his stead. They refused to bury him in the sepulchres of the kings, so instead they buried him in Jerusalem proper. The sepulchres of the kings were in the city of David, which was inside Jerusalem, but he was buried in a different location in general Jerusalem. And Hezekiah became the next king, who was his son. And that concludes Second Chronicles chapter 28.